Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm your host, Kim Thompson Pinder. And today I've got a special New Year's gift for you. Now, back just before Christmas, I read the first two chapters of my newest book, Author to Authority, coming out in a few weeks on Amazon. So the link to get the uh, free sample and sign up for the launch will be in the show notes. I highly recommend that you do it because uh, the book will be 99 cents. So for less than a cup of coffee, you're going to get a book that's going to change your business forever. So today I'm going to read to you chapter one. We already did the preface and the introduction in previous uh, episodes in December. But today I'm going to read to you from the introduction to section one communications and then chapter one. So section one communications. Every business that succeeds has a strong foundation, a base upon which growth can not only happen, but be maintained. Think of it like a house. What happens if you build your home on the wrong base or with weak ingredients? Eventually, it's going to come crashing down if a big enough storm hits or crumble over time due to stress. If you do it properly, that house will last for 100 years or more and you can build upon it. What is the foundation that makes authority marketing so powerful? Communication. Think about it. If you cannot communicate in a powerful way, how will you gain the attention of potential clients and customers? You don't. You become another light bulb in the bin, hoping someone will pick you. But what if from the first moment you meet someone, you stand out as a confident entrepreneur that can solve their problem? Do you think that would make a difference in your sales and results? Yes, it would. This section is divided into two building blocks, marketing and sales. As the extraordinary word ninja, I wanted to come up with fancy, impressive titles. But the truth is you do not need fancy titles. You need this book to be straightforward, impactful, and full of actions that you can take every day to build your business. And that's what I'm going to give you. If you can conquer communication in your business, you are well on your way to jumping to the next rung on the ladder. Chapter one, what is marketing? Marketing is no longer about the stuff that you make, but about the stories you tell. Seth Godin. Marketing has become a humongous monster that most entrepreneurs dread and avoid. Have you felt that way? You hear someone talk about marketing your business, and by the end, you're more confused than inspired? I know the feeling. I took a marketing course from my local college back in 2008, and while I learned some important concepts, it did not equip me to use it in my business. I felt like I had wasted my money on nothing. Hopefully, by the end of this chapter, you will not think you wasted your money on this book, but instead feel like you learned a valuable tool to take your business to the next level. So what is marketing? 
Merriam-Webster defines it as the process or technique of promoting, selling, and distributing a product or service. It's an accurate description, but it still leaves you in the dark. For me, marketing comes down to three things, your core marketing message, your business persona, and your inspiring story. It becomes the foundation of your business, especially if you're on the invisible rung. Most entrepreneurs have figured this out by the time they hit the expert phase, even if they do not use those specific terms. It took me about two years to figure that out the hard way by working with a bunch of people I did not want to work with. It was a slow process, but I'm thankful that I went through it because now I can show you how to get there faster. If you're in the expert rung or even the authority one, do not stop reading this chapter. As your business grows, you will need to revisit these three areas and determine if the systems you put in place are still working for you and consider what changes are needed. Sometimes the smallest changes can produce the biggest results. Before we get into creating your marketing, I want to mention what marketing is not. It's not having a fancy company logo, website, or graphics. That is branding. And when you are in the invisible rung, none of those things matter. Those things do not help you grow your business in the beginning. When you hit midpoint of the expert phase, then you need to consider those things as you take your business from a one-to-one model to the one-to-many model. You can begin growing your business without ever having any of those things, unless your business is an online store. Even then, you have options. It was a full year before I came up with a company name. I was two years in when I created a remarkably simple website as my online presence. Four years in, I found my branding point, author to authority. And finally, at five years in, I had a professional website created. During that time, I was selling big ticket packages despite having a modest website. When you have your marketing down and you're selling in the one-to-one model, your presentation is what matters most. Your core marketing message. This becomes the cornerstone of your business, and it is what the rest of your foundation is built on. Everything else you determine will be based on what you decide here. If you spend the time to do this now, you will take months or even years off your growing curve. Your core marketing message comes down to three simple questions. Who do you serve? How do you serve them? Who are you in relationship in relation to the first two questions? Let's cover each one. Who do you serve? If you were to ask a group of entrepreneurs this question, a significant number of them would say, everyone. And if you look at their businesses, they're not doing well. When I work with my clients, I tell them this. If you write your book to everyone, you are writing it to no one. Same is true when trying to determine who your clients are. If you want to be seen as that expert authority, then you need to niche down and pick a specific group of people to work with. They will become your ideal client. I love how Daryl Amy describes it in his book, Revenue Growth Engine. Look at your current client base. Identify a handful of your favorite clients. Your wish is for every client to be an ideal client. Consider the following questions. What do we like about working with this company? Do you work with them easily? Do they have a significant and ongoing need for your products? Do they pay their bills on time? Do they look to you for multiple products and services? How much money have we made from these clients? His book trains sales and marketing teams to work with other companies, but the premise is the same when working with one person. If you already have a base clientele, think of your favorite customer and what you like about them. If you do not have a customer base yet, imagine what your favorite client would look like and model who you want to work with after that ideal client. Go beyond the typical questions of miracle status or location. You need to determine those key metrics. 
But think also about personality types, moral attributes, their ethics, and likability. I like to ask, if you could adopt someone into your family, would this person be the one? Your ideal client is someone that you will have a long-term relationship with, so you'd better pick them carefully. Also, consider picking someone who can easily afford your services. The first time someone said that to me, I got mad. There were so many people who could not afford me if I raised my prices to match what I was worth. But as I thought about it, I realized that if I was bringing more than enough money to cover the needs of my family, I could afford to be generous to others without sacrificing those that I love the most. When I shifted my mindset, I became free to go after whoever I wanted without feeling guilty. And when someone comes along who cannot afford my services but needs a signature book, I have options for them while still maintaining my business model. Some people like to write out a description of their ideal client. Others will draw or create a vision board. For me, I have a mental picture that stays with me and I gauge prospective clients against it. Here's a list of my ideal qualities for ghostwriting clients. Heart-centered entrepreneurs, professionals, and coaches in the expert stage of their business or above have a strong, powerful message that they want to share with the world. View me as a partner in this process, not someone they hired. Have strong moral and ethical values cares about making significant changes in the lives of their clients, and of course, can afford my services. Now, for those who do not fit that description, I have developed other resources that they can tap into. How do you serve them? I used to think that I could do everything for everyone. I would take jobs that stressed me out and were no fun to work on because I needed the money. After about a year of doing this, I decided I could not do this anymore. When it started to affect my family, that was the turning point. I carefully thought about what it was that I loved doing and what I am good at. What could I offer that would differentiate me from other publishers? How could I make the most difference to my group of entrepreneurs, professionals, coaches, and speakers? That was when the concept for ghostwriting, producing, and publishing signature books came into play. I knew that I wanted to write books. I had tried copywriting, website writing, blog posts, etc., but I realized that I love long-form writing. I then thought about the genre of books I could write, and I was quickly able to knock fiction, poetry, children's memoirs, and biographies off the list, although I do hope one day to write fiction. That left me with nonfiction books that help people solve problems. I love helping people. It's at the core of who I am, so why would I write anything else? The way you help people must be aligned with who you are as a person. It must be a way that respects and honors your moral and ethical values. If you try to do something that makes you money but leaves you empty or feeling guilty, it will not last long. Once I was able to determine what I wanted to do, I was able to develop systems so I could produce these books at a reasonable speed while still ensuring quality. That allowed me to bring on others to help as well. I did not know how much that one decision would change my business, but I'm so thankful that I did. It laid a foundation to grow upon. One of the easiest ways to determine how you will serve people is to eliminate the ways you do not want to. Once you have narrowed down your choices, it makes it easier to decide which areas will be your focus. The next question is, who are you in relation to the first two questions, which leads us to your business persona. One of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to create your business persona. It instantly makes you distinctive and shows that you are a credible expert author to work with, expert authority to work with. Have you ever been to a networking event and five minutes after meeting someone, you still do not know what it is that they do? Can you tell if this is someone that you'd want to work with? 
How about when someone introduces themselves and in less than a minute, you already know where that person could either be a good client, referral partner, or mentor. It allows the relationship to develop faster and prospects will instantly become interested when what you say meets their needs. How do you determine your business persona? You focus on the elements of yourself that pertain to what you do. I introduce myself as the extraordinary word ninja. It's an interesting title that piques interest and gives the impression of strength and ability. It represents what I do in an unusual and attractive way. What is one thing that you do exceptionally well that makes the most difference in the lives of your clients? Focus on that aspect of your identity. This is who you become. It's something personal and only you will know when the right persona has been found. I love to help people create their business persona so much that I include it as part of the Author to Authority course. This course will be available in 2022 and to be notified about the release, get my free toolbox at www.authortoauthoritytoolbox.com. Check it out if you'd like to find out more about creating your own. Now, the toolbox is not quite ready yet. Uh, It will be, though, when I launch the book. So if you go there now, you will not see anything. So once you have these three questions answered, you can combine them to create your core marketing message. You can also think of it as your USP, unique selling position. Here is mine. I am the extraordinary word ninja, and I work with high-level entrepreneurs, professionals, coaches, and speakers to ghostwrite, produce, and publish their signature book that they use as a foundational marketing tool to build their business and gain authority. Your inspiring story. This is the last piece of your marketing puzzle. This is the piece that makes you relatable to your target market. When you frame your business story the right way, people feel like they know, like, and trust you. From the dawn of time, stories have been used to pass on history and knowledge. In today's world, there are so many story formats, not books alone. Movies, especially superhero and sci-fi films, are among my favorite kind of stories. I love the thrill of watching good overcome evil, weakness become strength, and lives transformed. A friend recently asked me if I could only watch four movies for the rest of my life and never get tired of them. Which ones would I watch? There are so many, but I've narrowed it down to four groupings. Star Trek, Star Wars, the Avengers series, the Justice League series. Could I narrow it down to four? I don't know. I'll have to give it more thought. Well, the stories they tell are all very different. I'm always inspired by the universal themes of honor, love, and sacrifice found in each one. What story do I pick? You may be thinking, I have so many stories in my life. How could I ever decide? A great starting place is what led you to become an entrepreneur, professional speaker, or coach. Was there an event or series of events that brought you to where you are now? You can also think of the main themes in your life that relate to your target market and pick a story that exemplifies that. What should my story contain? A strong beginning that starts at a specific time in your life. One mistake I often see beginners make is to give all the background details before starting the story. Doing that will lose your audience attention. If you can make it a cliffhanger moment, all the better. The body of the story should convey how you went from point A, a low point in your life, to point B, your current success. How did you do it? What were you thinking and feeling throughout the journey? What challenges did you have to overcome? What was the lowest point that made you want to quit? The end of the story should be triumphant and show how you reached your goal. Summarize the lessons that you learned that your prospects and leads can take away with them. Whatever it is that you're talking about, you must be emotionally detached or healed from it. Do not talk about your current battles that you've not yet conquered. You must always be the victor, not the victim. Your story should focus on how you overcame and give only enough details of the bad parts to let others know how far you have come. 
If you'd like to see a video of me telling my story, get your free toolkit at www.authortoauthoritytoolbox.com. Each chapter has a tool or video to help you get started on your journey to becoming an authority in your niche. The process continues. All three of the elements, your core marketing message, your business persona, and inspiring story develop over time, and they will change as your business grows. At least once a year, no matter what level you're at, you should go back and reevaluate each of these elements to determine if they're still working for you. As you do, you will notice areas that you've outgrown and sections that you, that need changes. Others might need to be tweaked to increase your results. Throughout this book, how you will use this foundation to build your business, starting with sales. So that's been the first chapter, chapter one of the Author to Authority podcast. If you are interested in getting a free sample of the book, plus getting on the launch list for the end of January, make sure that you go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. And that link will be in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Kim Thompson Pinder, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.